The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. Welcome back to And So It Flows, the only show for H2O. I am your super waterman, ambassador for water. Excited to be here with you in the beginning of a brand new year, new year, new water. Psyched to be here. We're going to have a really great guest today by the name of Pastor Althea Jackson. And today's show, we're calling, you know what we're going to call it? We're actually calling it Jesus and Water. Yeah, we're going to have some really uh, great conversation with our Pastor Jackson. Uh, she is the pastor of, let's go get this, I think it's the Dalton Methodist, United Methodist Church, right at 755 Main Street, right there in Dalton, USA, Dalton, Massachusetts, cool town in the Pittsfield area. We're going to be talking about Jesus and water and scriptures and walking on water. We're going to have songs and poems all reflecting around the spirituality from the great Christian faith. So stay tuned. I am your super water man, your ambassador for water. It's 2024. It's a new year. It's new water uh, everywhere in our lives. Let's have this be a year of life. We ended uh, quite a show. Uh, We ended quite a show of 2023. And really it was a a show in uh, quite a bit of uh, death going on. So let's let's bring us back to life. We're going to start with Cutlass, All Who Are Thirsty. Oop, that ain't it. That definitely wasn't it. So we're going to start with Cutlass. And here we go. You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O.
Yeah, you're listening to And So It Flows, the only show for H2O, the only place you're going to find the waves in the airwaves because the airwaves are made of water vapor. And you're listening to 89.7 WTBR, Pittsfield Community Radio. If you like your independent water intentional shows, 
you want to give a shout out to WTBR FM and go to their website, WTBRFM.com and shoot them a donation because you love the water because we're doing all water all the time from the Berkshires, the heart of the Berkshires where water plays a major role in what we're up to and really excited a little on later today today by the way is our show Jesus and Water and we're going to have a conversation with Althea Jackson who is the current pastor of the Dalton United Methodist Church at 755 Main Street so give her a shout out next time you go to services because she's going to be sharing a little bit about the scripture and how water intersects yeah water intersects with everything uh she's gonna be coming on in uh in about about 17 minutes or so excited she's here in the studio now kind of waving and listening to how the production happens but super excited uh a little bit about uh reverend jackson that uh, she recently served as pastor of the Covenant United Methodist Church in East Hartford. However, some of her background includes uh, she was part of the effort to integrate Boston public schools through busing programs, Operation Exodus, and METCO. She began her career teaching preschool children at the private Christian school sponsored by the local church, St. Paul African Methodist Episcopal Church in Cambridge. So she's going to be sharing a lot about how Jesus and his teachings and how Christianity intersects with water. And uh, super excited to have this show today. What else do we got going on? We got a little bit more. I want to share with you a couple of songs that we already played. We had Walk on Water with Eddie Money. Uh, which obviously walking on water is something that Jesus did. And uh, before that, we had a cover of a a really great song called All Who Are Thirsty by Cutlass from their Strong Tower album. A little bit more on water. Uh, We got some water news coming your way. This is from Time Magazine. Your New Year's resolution to carry a water bottle has a history. Every January, stores prominently display New Year's resolutions items like workout clothes, juicers, planners, and stacks of self-help books. Over the last several years, a new object has appeared alongside these. Water bottles in every color of the rainbow and in gargantuan sizes of 40 ounces, 64 ounces, and a gallon or more. In 2020, the New York Times proclaimed everyone's resolution is to drink more water, viewing hydration as a health and wellness panacea. Since then, fanatical water fixation hasn't waned, nor has spending on water bottles. In 2022, Americans spent more than $2 billion $2 billion on reusable water bottles, up from $1.5 billion in 2020 that's quite a bit spending on your life-giving resolutions so my life-giving resolutions is that we're going to have peace in the middle east starting in 2024 and a whole resolution of that matter some of which might take a court case and others might actually take human beings looking at each other like human beings let's be part of this show we got a little bit more music coming your way let's see who's next Uh, This is going to be Jimmy Cliff, I Can See Clearly Now. You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O.
You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. I am your super waterman, ambassador for water, and super psyched to be here. Super psyched. Today's, uh, today's show is called Jesus and Water. So we just heard Wade in the Water by Ramsey Lewis and the Ramsey Lewis Trio from the Wade in the Water album. Before that, I can see clearly now by Jimmy Cliff off of the We Are All One album. We're here at WTBR FM 89.7 on your FM dial, Pittsfield Community Radio. You know what's so much fun is to bring all the water all the time to our listeners and water lovers all around the world. You could catch us on podcasts on Amazon, Audible, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, Podacy Addict, uh, Podcast Addict, Podacy, and so many different more. So many, so many more. You could also love, uh, show a little love to the And So It Flows uh, playlist on Spotify. All water music, all different kinds, all different genres. We're going to have with us in a couple of minutes, going to be bringing on our my friend, friend of show, Althea Jackson, who is the pastor and reverend of the Dalton United Methodist Church. And she informed me that every Sunday at 10 a.m. are the uh, current, uh, current services, so you may want to show up for that and give her a heads up for bringing out the gospel on the air got a little bit of a poem here for you this here is called i walk on water i walk on water i feel the coolness of rolling waves splash beneath my feet i watch the sun sprinkle diamonds across the sea i float above the clouds and feel the radiant warmth of the sun bless my body i feel the power of the wind caress and twist and break anything into submission i rise above the towering alps snow-capped and pristine i enjoy a fragile flower sharing the faint scent of heaven i know the sequoia is ever growing i blend with verdant pastures and serene rolling hills in misty rain I know the secrets of the deep, dark abyss. I sense the moon's tenderness, and I share in her emotions. I flow with the clever rivers, seeking new, exciting paths. I form a rainbow in waterfalls. I am free to be the wind, the earth, the sea, when all you see is me. That's by Connie Markham Wong, and the name of that is called Walk on Water. Brought to you by PoetrySoup.com. Very excited that uh, she wrote that. Goes apropos. We're going to be bringing on our bringing on Reverend Pastor Althea Jackson in just a couple of minutes. So stay tuned. Going to be talking with her, and uh, we got this really cool tune I wanted to do right before we brought her on, and this is called "Holy Water" by Clavdia. You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. Floating inside our dream. I drank the drama sorrows, but now they've learned to swim. It's been too long since I felt some of my soul disgust. Save me like a storm 
You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. I am your super water man, ambassador for water, bringing you all the water all the time. Here at 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio. Find us on Apple Music, uh, uh, Amazon Audible, Podcast Addict, Google Podcasts. Anywhere you get your podcasts, just look for And So It Flows podcast on Google and you will find us. And I am super, 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 super psyched to bring on the show right now, uh, Pastor Reverend Althea Jackson. Hi, Althea. Say hi to the water-loving listeners around the world and in Berkshire County, too. Hello, water-loving listeners, and Happy New Year to you. Yeah, Happy New Year and Happy New Water. Water actually kind of represents life, so I figured the first show, we want to have some stuff that actually speaks to that. And, you know, just thanks for being here about, uh, you know, some of the, you know, bringing us some stories about scripture and water and how they intersect. So... Tell our listeners a little bit about who you are. Well, I am a pastor and have been so for 40 years and um, have loved, loved tons of things. I love writing. I love reading. I love telling stories. Um, I love creating. I am a painter. Um, Ironically enough, some of my favorite pictures are the one of waterfalls. That's great. That's great. So, you know, I mean, you've a pastor, but obviously you've brought life to lots of things. A little bit about, I I read this before, but I'm really excited. You you really played a part in history. You uh, You were part of the integration of Boston Public Schools, um, Operation Exodus and Metco and you know you were there in the middle of what would be considered some of the most uh, contentious times in the city of Boston for some folks who watch history and right there in the in in the center of what people call some of the most liberal space in all of the country so what was that like when you were there doing that what you know I mean Tell me. Well, I was about five or six years old. And what had happened was the ministers in the Boston area had gone to the March on Washington and had come back with a plan for integration. And they went to their, their churches and spoke to their 
church members and convinced them to integrate the city schools. Um, and so my mother put her only child on a bus going from an area that she had, I'd only known to an area I had never known. Um, and I'm convinced that she was praying all the way while there. Um, it was quite contentious. There were some that were hostile to the idea. Um, I remember the police escort down Blue Hill Avenue to Walk Hill, Walk Hill Street to American Legion Highway to my first school, um, where there were a group of people there screaming all sorts of interesting things like, Black, go back. And uh, we got settled into our, our classes, and we got back home, and my grandmother um, asked me, you know, what was your day like? I said, well, Granny, there were these people who were screaming, Black, go back, but they weren't talking to me. And she said, honey, yeah, they were talking to you. So this little seven-year-old girl went and got her black crayon and her brown crayon. And I showed her the difference between the black crayon and the brown crayon. And I was brown. And, that, that, and my grandmother just rolled her eyes. And I think she said a second prayer. And so that began my journey with integration. I never walked to school. I took a bus from from elementary all the way till I graduated to high school. Wow. Yeah, and uh, it's kind of like uh, as well, I don't know where in scripture, you know, my, my I I will say that I am not well versed in where things show up, but I have heard of them in the broader culture is like walking through the valley of death and fearing no evil. That's pretty, you know, I'm, I'm really impressed. Uh, I mean, someone who's been in that level of being right in history. So, you know, congratulations. And what brought you, you, you were earlier on in life, you were a nursery school teacher or preschool teacher. What was that like? And how did then you start to go down a more straight and narrow path of becoming a pastor? Well, um... I was a preschool teacher, and I must say that my children, um, shout out to the Henry Buckner School of Cambridge in Cambridge, Massachusetts, was my first teaching job, um, and those children spent more time teaching me about human beings than I did teaching them about ABCs. Uh -huh. um, it is a private. It was a. It is a private Christian school that is run by the church in the Cambridge area. Um, and I was given the responsibility of being the Christian education teacher. And so I had to tell the stories of the Bible and explain biblical principles and what it meant to love God and what it meant to live for God. And um, this is where I think I have the proof that God has a sense of humor. Uh, in my heart, I began to realize that I needed to tell that to the grown-ups, which means going through an extensive training process. Um, I still think God has a sense of humor because he called an introvert into Christian ministry where you have to sit and talk to people and explain things to people and keep look, look at people. So see, to me, God has a sense of humor. <laughs> Uh, does it show up in scripture, that sense of humor, and does that sense of humor show up? You know, like, I, I know in the area of other, some other faiths, Rumi perhaps has a sense of humor in how he tells water stories, but does Jesus and or any other John the Baptist or any other water-related uh, folks, disciples, uh, intersect? with uh maybe humor maybe maybe not humor but uh, like where does water begin to intersect well with the faith i think god's proof of a sense of humor started with abraham you take a hundred year old man and a 90 year old woman and you get her pregnant wow 
That's funny. That is funny. To me. Um, and it continues. Um, when God continues to interact with us as people, um, to me, he shows a sense of humor because for us, when God moves in our lives, it doesn't seem normal. You know, the notion is that God is way up there and we're down here, but God interacts in our lives, um, helping us and challenging us to do some really interesting things. Um, now, a question about Abraham. Do you think he was well hydrated? And, you know, he lived in a desert. He found a way. He found a way. I'm sure he was well hydrated. Uh-huh. So, how, how does, wh- where did you first start to see water in, in the teachings? Where, where did you start to relate with that? Well, I, there is a, there's a passage where um, Mar- uh, Jesus and John the Baptist meet together in the water. Um, and to fulfill the, the Jewish law, Jesus comes to um, be baptized by John and I have literally called that a family reunion because in their in utero lives they had met before in their mother's fluids and uh, John rejoiced at meeting his savior and then 30 years later they meet in the Jordan River um, ready to um, begin their ministries. That's that's pretty cool. That's you know it. I I hear a lot about the well, you know, of everlasting life. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you've ever gone through the process of being b- born again or anything like that, or the experience of it. Anyway, uh, what is it like when you take, in from your words, not from my words, but for when a person allows for jesus in their life you know what does that allow for in their life like what does this talk about everlasting life like what is all that and the well that is a promise um that we are given and that promise is centuries old even before jesus that those who would walk by faith and would choose to walk um, as God directs them, that there would be um, access to a living water. You see, in the in the area where Jesus grew up, water was scarce because it was a desert, and so water was precious even then. And to be in living water meant moving water, water that was not stagnant. And so, as as we take of the living water, we don't stagnate. Our lives change, our lives move and flow and ebb, and we are not the same person that we were when we first started the journey. Um, And the journey starts with, uh, yes, I will be a disciple of Jesus Christ. It is a conscious decision, and then it is a journey from there until, and it is a lifetime journey. I, 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 the way it lands over here, it's like a, a consciousness yes. that happens. Mm-hmm. And that consciousness of, of having a, what, what people call enlightened, uh, lighter, lighter on their, in their life, on their feet, living from faith, taking the next step, knowing it's going to work without even knowing that it's going to work. God's but sense of humor. Yeah, yeah, totally. You, so, so it's like that is what we're talking about as far as, uh, you know, just correct me about the living water is that you're, you're moving, you're growing, you're developing, you're, you're learning. You're, again, the stagnation, mm-hmm. like in, a, in a, any kind of swamp, when it gets stagnant, there's death in that swamp. There's death in that bog or uh, dammed up river or whatever you want to call it. It may look like water, but is left less of a life force and you're saying similarly in faith you have more of a feeling of being alive yes it um walking as a disciple of christ is a vibrant um living 
productive um, choice of how to spend your life here on earth. We are promised through the scriptures that there is a time where we will be with Christ in glory. And in Revelation, there is talks about the 12 rivers that flow from the throne of God. So water is critical all, all through the story, all through the gospel story, even to what is called the end of days. Yeah. Yeah, wow. So cutting off water, in its sense, is uh, a little bit of that anti. <laughs> so you don't want to cut off your water. You don't want to cut off people from having access to life. No. So tell, tell me a little bit about what's going on locally at the Dalton. Uh, Dalton, great town, just outside of the city of Pittsfield, up on a hill, uh, home to some of the you know, paper companies and other things, really cool little coffee houses, uh, one coffee house that I know of, and other little, you know, just a great little community. What's going on with the church? It's, a, it's an amazing building. Well, the church is, I believe, the current building was built in the 1900s, and one of the members of the Crane Paper family um, when the church was being built, donated a mosaic um, that is at least 90 feet wide and probably 90 feet tall. tall. And it is the story of when Mary washes Jesus' feet. And so that is um, a source of in, um, inspiration to the community. And so um, Dalton United Methodist Church is committed to being a blessing, being, bringing that abundant life um, to the community in any way that it can. Its current primary um, service to the community is the food, food pantry. You are able, in fact, it should be starting very soon, every Tuesday. You can come, if you are a Dalton person, come, get a bag full of food, get a box full of food, um, fruits, vegetables, lick, uh, water. <laughs> I got to get water. Uh, butter, anything that will help you feed your family. Um, in fact, it happens every Tuesday. Um, and we are delighted to serve our community in that way. We are, they're just getting used to a new pastor, um, which always is an adventure. Um, and so we're looking at different ways to reach out to the community. Um, but the goal is to show the love of Jesus Christ, not just to speak, not exactly. just to speak about it. Exactly. Um, it's it's kind of like going in a public school. And you see all these posters that say uh, commitment or, or or promise or wh whatever it says. And, and then seeing it on a poster is different than living the living of it. Mm -hmm. So for those of you just tuning in, uh, you're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. I'm your super water man, ambassador for water, having a conversation with Althea Jackson, pastor, reverend, of the Dalton United Methodist Church at 755 Main Street in Dalton. We're having a conversation regarding Jesus and water. And really excited. Uh, we got a couple more minutes. So let's talk about two things. Number one, I want to start with when are your ser when are the sermons and our services? The services are Sunday morning, 10 a.m. There are plenty of seats. We'll make room for you. You are more than welcome. Great, great, and let's let's touch on this. We got two minutes. Like, let, let, uh, okay. So this thing about Jesus, we we heard a song earlier in the show. Eddie Money, walk on water. Jesus has been said to walk on water. What did that represent? That was proving to his disciples, um, don't be afraid. Um, in my company, in my care, as people that are following me. You can be on any kind of sea. Um, you are talking to men who were fishermen. And so they were used to rough seas. The Galilee, Galilee Sea 
was a fickle body of water. Um, it had different shoals and different levels, and you could accidentally hit. But these were men that knew the water because they fished it on a regular basis. And after a moment of teaching, the disciples had set out. You know, they're thinking, no, no big deal. Things are, it, it's water. We've seen this ocean before. We've seen the Galilee Sea a thousand times. Um, And then a very fickle storm came up. And Jesus came to them in the middle of the night, walking on the water, and scared, um, scared them a bit because they'd never seen that happen before. And the Apostle Peter asks him, Lord, is that you? If it is, bid me come. And Jesus gives him a sign and says, come. And Peter gets out of the boat and does something that is humanly and scientifically impossible. And he walks on water towards Jesus. Unfortunately, Peter um, looked and realized what he was doing and started to stumble. But um, and the old fear of drowning came, but it was um, Christ's tenderness that grabbed him and said, it's okay, I got you. And they got back in the boat, <laughs> and they went back on wherever they were going as they were going on their um, mission to spread the good news that the Messiah had come. That is uh, pretty cool, really cool. Yeah, so... I would guess that puts Jesus in the water warrior camp right up there with Moses. Oh, um, yes. Yeah. So in the meantime, uh, I just, you know, thanks again for joining the show. If people want to participate at the Dalton United Methodist Church or participate in some of the services or come to the food bank or they're passing through town and they want to, you know, rent the space for a wedding, how do they contact they will contact the office. There will be um, a message uh, message board that you can leave, a, a telephone message that you can leave. Um, if you are looking to do a wedding, um, that's my second favorite thing to do as a pastor. Cool. And how do, is there a phone number you want to speak to or a uh, website? There is a website, uh, Dalton UMC. Dot org. DaltonUMC.org. Let me just do look a quick look at that. DaltonUMC.org. Yes. Let's see if it... Oh, well, we'll figure it out. Anyway, look for... Look online. Google it. <laughs> Dalton United Methodist Church. I appreciate everybody who listened in. Thank you, Althea. Thanks for joining our Jesus and Water show today. You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. Got a little bit more music, but before we do, have this really cool, let's see what we got here. This is, according to the gospel, according to Mark, we meet a number of persons who speak about Jesus who give their assessment for who he is. The first of these is John the Baptist. Here's what he says. After me comes he who is mightier than I, the thong of those whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. Our next tune-up, Jack Johnson... Drink the water. Drink the water, drink it down. This time I know I'm bound to spit it back up. I didn't want this salty substitute. Just now. If I'm going to live through this experience Reminds me of a clock that just won't tick I want to wake up from this 
a confession But my dream is just not done I'm late again It's just one of those bad days Look outside and be careful what you write You just might find that Well, that was fun. That was fun talking to Reverend Althea Jackson. Don't think that it's only about Jesus, because next week we're going to have Ari Zorn from the Divine Dispensary over in Egremont. We're going to have our next show is going to be on water and weed. How can we do that? Go from being saved to a little bit of that uh, weed. And I'm not talking about the weed that grows in your front yard. Uh, So we're going to have a conversation about water intersects with the cultivation of that stuff that is in many dispensaries in the area. So uh, stay tuned for that. We're going to end the show with River by Bishop Briggs. Thanks again for being here. Totally, totally appreciate who you are.
lemon, osmosis, carbonated, filtered, distilled. Thirsty. Thirsty.